Hi, I'm Angela Lovell, psychic witch and best-selling author, and today we're talking about 1111 and soulmates. Welcome to Dear Witchy Poo. Dear Witchy Poo, what exactly is a soulmate and how do I know when they show up? Sincerely, single serving. Today, I'm talking to two of my dear friends, Eileen and Ryan from The Wooden Palette. They are soulmates, Master 11s, uh, Master Manifestors, incredible dog parents. Uh, they use amazing, like, eco-friendly wood and things to create the most beautiful pieces of wood you'll ever see on Instagram or TikTok. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi Angela. I'm so happy you could be here, not just because I miss your faces so much and I... I'm on the opposite coast, so I especially miss them. Um, but you guys, I only just learned this because I've always wanted to, like every time we hang out, I feel like we have a million things to talk about. But then the last time I saw you when I was just in LA, um, Eileen, I, I was like, what is your number? And she told me you're both 11s. And I was like, I should have guessed because you've built this incredible life together. And obviously, lots of manifesting going on. Um, but also, when I first met you, I was like, you and I were both drawn to each other, Eileen, when I met you at that um, women's, what was it, like a women's entrepreneurial party thing, gathering. It was really great. Yeah, I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember either. <laughs> but we were very drawn to each other. And I was like, yeah. are you a Gemini? And you have a Gemini rising. You have the same rising sun and moon as one of my most like prized humans in the world, Brandy, who's also an 11 and she's a very successful comedian. Um, and then when I just saw this last time you were telling me Ryan is also an 11 and you met on 11, 11. Did you meet 11, yes. 11, 11, 2011. <laughs> I can't fucking stand it. Yes. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. And for patrons, you can see this there where you can see this video. Um, but they have the numbers tattooed on their forearms, both of them. Um, so this is just incredible because I hear people all the time talk about like angel numbers and stuff like this. And, you know, they're led by numbers, but you guys are, were literally led by numbers. And I want to know, I, I like this letter because it's very short and simple. Um, soulmates take all kinds of shapes and sizes, and some of them are temporary, you know, but you two are – the other thing, too, that I have to touch on is, like, your Pisces and Cancer, which is one of my favorite combos for couples. Um, Brandy is also the, – the person who has all the same planets as Eileen. She's also with a Cancer man, which is so – and her partner before was a Cancer man. Um, but that's, like, such a famous pairing that was um, – that's Grimes and Elon Musk, and like it's a power couple, and um, it was also Kurt Cobain and and um, um, Courtney. You know, yes, Courtney. Yeah. I know, tragic, but still, like, look how much they loved each other. Powerful. You know, yeah. yes, so it's, powerful. Also, I always, I don't, I, I, I'm gonna be honest here. I don't know a whole lot, um, a lot about the numbers and even like the Pisces and the Cancer and the this and that. But I know that Ryan and I are both also fire and like we're like burning hot and creating yeah. like the fire against the fire is like a constant as well. I gotta look up Ryan's moon um Eileen you and I have the same moon we have a Leo moon which is why your hair always looks amazing too <laughs> I, think I, need, I need to like write all this out every time you tell me and like keep it I know I know. I love that we have the Leo moon though. It's what makes us really good friends to people too. But that's, that's, that's a, that's a moon that's ruled by the sun. So your moon is like your emotions and your dark stuff. We don't really ever go all that dark. 
we don't, I mean, we can, but it's not like, um, we don't get like trapped in a dark space, you know, because we're, yeah. our moon is ruled by the sun. Um, but we gotta, I'm gonna look up Ryan later because you don't know your moon, right, Ryan? Don't. Oh, yeah, we got to find out. I'm very curious. Um, well, I want to, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a little bit of Leo too. Um, I want to talk about, cause this seriously, after, after we hung out the last time at Joy's and like we were around her fire and it was so beautiful and perfect. And you brought all those delicious carrots. Um, I want to talk about, <laughs> I was seriously like, those carrots were so good. Um, I want to talk about how you guys met. Like I want to, cause we didn't, we touched on it and we had so much to talk about and we only had a couple hours together, but tell the story of how you met. Wow. I think that eHarmony should pay us this advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was we met on eHarmony and it was hand goddess my first online date ever Ryan doesn't even believe me now but it was my one and only online date oh and, my god and um his last one clearly, <laughs> clearly. that's so clearly. great yeah, so we, I mean, and, you know, we didn't do it on purpose, but it just happened to be, we were both busy, and and the day that we could meet up was pretty soon after we, like, found each other on eHarmony. Um, yeah. And do you want to add? eHarmony also has, like, all these rules and regulations. I don't know if they do anymore. This was a while back, but I didn't want to go through any of them. And I just emailed him directly. Like he looked interesting. He looked interesting. He was this creative. He lived in Mar Vista, which was one of my favorite little neighborhoods. And I just emailed him directly. And so eHarmony was not happy with us from like the get go, but. Well, it's, it was funny because to do that, it's, it's somewhat laborious. Like you have to request back and forth like she has to go in there and say I don't want to go through all because what they normally say is okay you like this person this person says they're interested in you as well so now we're going to make you both go through these long questionnaires that take days you can't shortcut it in like a few hours it, mm -hmm. they make you go okay today here's your challenge and then tomorrow her challenge will be this and I think there's something to be said for that there's no question that you know I'm sure that helps some people be a little bit more confident and less scared and go through the system and all of that. Uh, but two, you know, streaking comets like us, I mean, as soon as you kind of saw something that you were interested in, you definitely wanted to get right to it. And so she, I get a request that says, this person wants to skip the system and talk directly to you. Do you accept them? And so, um, you know, then I click on the link and I look and, you know, clearly I see this, you know, stunningly beautiful woman who, has a, a dog with her in the picture on the first one. And so, I mean, I read a little bit and I'm like, yeah, yeah. How could I not? Yeah. Uh, let's talk. That's amazing. I think, that I think that ringing is at the shop, the place. It is. It's in the I background, can... maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we just very quickly emailed back and forth. And, you know, even at that degree, I had been online uh off and on for a couple of years and not had anything beyond a second date and i just wasn't wasting time like I, I you know i was not there for anything other than to find somebody i could really connect to so you know i was the first date an hour in check please sorry but good luck to you out guy you know like yes. no and uh i don't want to waste their time i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings i don't want any bad blood or you know bad energy out there just you know, everybody's great. Sometimes you connect, sometimes you don't. And I was completely done. My membership had expired. I was out and going to take a complete break from online dating. And uh, 
and Eileen came through. And so I was absolutely over the moon excited to meet in person as soon as we could. Wow. And it didn't, we didn't think that through that that was 11, 11, 11 until later. We were like, wait, our first date was 11, 11, 11. Mm -hmm. I mean, we realized it. you know, I kept notes in my phone of our first few dates. Like, and I went back and I was like, was it really? Yeah, it was. Um, oh my God. It was, it was something special. So yeah. in fact, obviously tomorrow night is our 10 year anniversary of our first date. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when I thought of you guys, cause I've seriously, ever since you told me this, Eileen in LA, I keep thinking about it and how just incredible this story is. I mean, two, cause well, for starters, like master 11s, it's already kind of hard for us in this world in general. Um, it's just really, we're here with big purpose and yeah. it's hard to find partnerships or friendships, any relationships who can keep up and can add to the fire, you know? And uh, one of the dangers with being a master number is at any time you can choose to regress and break down, like we, at any point we could break down our one plus one and just be a two and check out. And I've met a lot of 11s who have done that. Um, not so much 22s or 33s, but they're, they're pretty rare. But when you told me this, I was like, oh my God, this shit is so real. <laughs> it's so real. And yeah, I wanted to do the episode because 1111 um, and, and supposedly a lot of, I, I'm going to feel for it. There's something going on with Saturn. There's a lot of stuff going on planetary wise, but people think a portal opens on 1111. And I had a very ex like major experience with a portal opening um, in August. And I'm trying to pay attention to this stuff again, but um yeah, I just like the the way that you know, like when you see a soulmate and there's just an instant connection, it's a little bit easier than it than it has been. You know, it's just um, like a, a person who's easier to talk to. They they do feel familiar. Um, what would you guys say about like how for starters, I do think it's I'm really glad that you said eHarmony because I think that there's a lot to be said for online dating, especially these days. And even my shaman told me in 2019 to get online and start, um, get on, the, she said to get on the websites where you answer questions about yourself so that you'd get like a percentage match. And I didn't do that. And I was supposed to meet my partner in 2019, but I would, I refused to get online. I just felt too vulnerable. And I think I, I needed a minute anyway to, to reassess. But, um, but I would love to hear you guys talk about like, like what, what was it that you saw? What was it that you felt when you first met each other that like, you were like, I think this is it. I remember that before I even met him in person, um, he called. So we had, we had, I think it was just one phone call before. And he was just so like, excited. he seemed excited about life and like everything he was doing and really interested in everything he could about me. And I, I was like, just fully engaged just with the conversation. And then when, I, because this was my first online date, I had so many friends that were like, so worried, right? They wanted to do a background check on him before I even met him, they wouldn't follow me there and like sit in the back of the restaurant. And I'm like, come on, it's fine. Like, I know this place, I'm going to a play right before and then I can, it'll be fine. Like, I just, I don't know, I wasn't worried at all. And it felt, it felt like, get like maybe that that portal opened right and I walked into 
the um, where we met was the tavern in Brentwood. And if anyone lives in Los Angeles, it's um, now it's AOC. I think it's changed to AOC. Is that right? But um, Ryan had also done the floor. So he's this woodworker, right? And he had yeah. done the floors in there. So I actually even got to see some of his work in person as I was meeting him, which was really special as well. So it's a beautiful restaurant. Aww. Yeah. What, what I mean, was it like, for you, Ryan? Yeah, like she said, we we talked on the phone, and you know that those that can always go any one of a number of different ways. But it was so fluid and easy, and it was like not, you know, no no awkward pauses and no awkward talking on top of each other. We just had really good conversation that just flowed really well, and it made me super excited. Then, like, okay, uh, clearly she's conversation a conversationalist and interesting and had opinions on things and i'm like i, I just want to i want to meet her in person then because then if you spend too much time on the phone and you haven't met in person you don't know how that energy really translates um so we did set a first date relatively quickly within like a few days later and um uh, again i was when she walked in uh i was just what say just it. relieved relieved <laughs> you know <laughs> I was like, this is, I don't you want to keep doing this. Yeah, I was just so relieved. I mean, no, but it was like, she walked in and it was just like an aura, like literally an orb of energy around her. And it was just this big smile. And I was just like, okay, this is really good. Really good. Wow. And I mean, we sat there for, I don't know, two and a half hours, kind of sat at the bar and ended up just eating at the bar. And um, and she was so knowledgeable about all the food. And there were certain things that I was I'm like, what is that? <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to like it. It's this, it's that. And get this and get that. And, you know, that was all super attractive and super sexy to me. And, you know, then, uh, uh, you know, the date at some point in time had to come to an end. And it's only the first date. But uh, I remember she was driving a Prius and it was raining. And I'm like, well, what if you run out of battery? I, I, you were driving in the rain. Like I didn't, you know, I, I was Aww. super worried about her driving home. And uh, I remember like sitting, I, I was going to just kind of wait in my car actually somewhere near the restaurant just to make sure she got all the way home safe, just in case something happened and I needed to go. I didn't want to go all the way home. Um, I just wanted to wait to make sure she got home. Okay. God, I love Literally a cancer man. That's so <laughs> sweet. And then didn't you two, like you started working together pretty quickly after this, right? Oh, man. It was just. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was what, 11, 11, 11. And then <laughs> I, it, it, it blows my mind, too, because we have to go back and look at pictures. It was, I think it was either very beginning of December <laughs> or mm -hmm. even the end of, of November where every year I would have like a big kind of boutique party where artists would come to my house and, and they'd sell their things. And so I, Ryan and I immediately, I was like, let's start making salt cellars. Like I could start and, and cutting boards. And so we were already making little salt cellars that, that then I was like selling either like a couple weeks, yeah. literally like a couple weeks yeah. in, in, we were like in business. Yeah. I mean, do you, <laughs> oh yeah well, she told me and we don't have to mention the celebrity but ryan has done a lot well still you guys work you you create things for a lot of i mean the the list blows yeah. my mind every time you just casually mention one of these very very famous people <laughs> like ryan has done a lot of woodworking for everybody in hollywood i mean and there was somebody famous i don't know if you feel like saying who it was it no. Okay. If you're, if, you're so leading, if you're leading to kind of our original guardian angel, we don't mind mentioning yeah. her because she's been a gift. Uh, 
Uh, and that was, but you know, that was Jennifer Anderson, but that, that goes to the next year, which, you know, that very first year that we met, um, within a couple of weeks, then she had me to dinner at her house and, you know, walking into her house is, is interesting because you really suddenly take a breath and you look around and you really get an idea for what this person, you know, creates their world to be. And um, it was then that she was telling me then about doing cooking classes as well. She had like people over for cooking classes. And within a few days, we just had multiple ideas of things to make for that. And so, yeah, like she said, by six weeks after, not even, it was probably four weeks or five weeks after we met that she had her holiday party, which again, I was blown away when I actually saw it. She kind of told me it's like a boutique party. And, but then I went and it was like, a farmer's market for artists. I mean, it was amazing. Like she had like 12 different people there that were all crazy cool people that, you know, busted their asses to make something for the world and were trying to make a business. And it was, I was so impressed when I got there. I just didn't realize, you know, how powerful of an ally she was to anybody trying to do something out there, which again, just quadrupled like my impressions of her. Um, and so we did, we started busting our ass right away. And by the next Thanksgiving, we had just finished a massive project for Jennifer Aniston, and uh, Eileen had the idea to give her a really special board as a thank you, and we gave her a couple, actually, and she just instantly, I mean, we were stunned. We instantly got contacted by her um, like assistant and said, Jennifer's so grateful. She loves this. Um, she wants 50 more to give away his Christmas presents and doesn't want a discount, wants to support you guys, blah, blah, blah. We just were mind blown. Eileen can tell the rest of that story. Yeah. And that's when, that's when we said, okay, the, we need to make this company, you know, cause we'd been kind of fiddling around with it. And that's when the wooden pallet was, was really born. And it was, that was some pretty exciting stuff. I got to help package all of those boards and we did some bowls too, boards and bowls for, um, I mean, you can imagine every single big name in Hollywood and then some, and I was just like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to this person. And yeah. And her chef made um, this like really beautiful candies and granolas and things that went with it too. So it was, it was, that was, that was a pretty fun um, entrance into, you know, a, a new. Yeah, she was like sneaking and sending me pictures because they were wrapped so stunningly. And then like the card that would go was like, gilded lithography basically and it was like tom cruise tom ford chelsea handler blankety blank it was just like everybody who's oh anybody gosh. you were seeing yeah. these things that were going and she's in there like with the chef going wait i want this board to go to somebody you know yeah. this board should go to that person <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> yeah i only just heard this story for the first time at joys and i was like of course this was your life like because every, every time i come to your house there is a sanctuary magical vibe uh, at your house. There is like you guys hard to make that happen. Oh, man, you work that energy every day. Even Eileen's closet. I was like, I would probably sit in here and meditate like I should be. Closet. Yeah, I should be in my closet too <laughs> i mean it's it's gorgeous <laughs> and then when you remade the when you made over the kitchen that's when it i was just like oh my god if patrons you can see this kitchen eileen's in it and ryan's in his shop and it's like oh my god the counters oh my god will you start talking so that the video goes to you eileen tell oh us, okay oh, tell them what those tell them what the counter is it lights it, up and it's green it's green onyx and it is backlit it is 
it's a magical stone. <laughs> I was just fight. I was just responding to some mean TikTokers about our kitchen. <gasps> like, we don't need your opinion here. We love oh it. Oh my god! Oh, but yeah, she we, says that, and she, they're just I jealous. mean, look, ninety nine out of hundred <laughs> people are like, "Oh my god, I never knew I wanted a kitchen this bad." Like, it's you know, ninety nine out of hundred love it, and then you get the trolls. They exist. Yeah, they're so mean. They're so mean. But we, <sighs> I know the two. So now you know eight. This was two years ago we did this. So eight years into our relationship, we were really, I mean, we've been working together and doing some cool stuff, but we were really able to design and build this whole thing together to see, you know, this is what went to what 11, 11, to 11. Oh my God. Together. This is like the kind of stuff we create and it's yeah. like. It's a little jewel. When we get the time also, like we're always creating stuff, like to do something for ourselves is like pretty special. Um, we're always creating for other people, magical gifts. Well, you guys, like, because it's so funny. When I met you, I was with Prairie and um, Prairie was commenting a lot on the drive back to East LA. And she's like, oh, you and Eileen, I saw that. I saw that. You guys are best friends now. And it was so funny. And I was like, I hope she likes me as much as I like her. And then when I came to your house, it's like what Ryan said about your aura and your vibe. I mean, you have that. You are definitely standing out in a room of beautiful women. You have, you for sure have an aura and vibe. And when I first saw your house and all the adopted dogs and just the freaking, because I, I preach all the time about the energy of earth and earth vibes and how much power you can tap into and um, call upon from your mama earth. And I'm always, this is like the one thing that I'm always saying to people in readings, even if they're doing it already, there's always like a new way they can be doing it. And when I walked into your house, it's like you guys heard the call that most people aren't hearing and just found the source. Like your house feels like a portal. You have so much energy surging through that place. But then all the wood, all the dogs, and all the love. And I hadn't met Ryan yet. And when I met him, I was just like, oh, my God, this is what a couple should be like. Like this is the dream. And to literally build together. I mean, you actually create these incredible, powerful objects, like even just sitting out back in your house. But then the last time I was there um, a couple months ago and I finally got to see the koi pond, um, everybody listening should go to their Instagram and just salivate over the lifestyle. It's, it's, it's not just the lifestyle. I mean, every little nook, every Every single scene, you could sit and meditate, you could sit and conjure, you could sit and journal. Like, they're, they're just such powerful little spots, all of these places that you you feature. But that koi pond, I cannot freaking believe what you did with that. Like, Ryan, you built that, right? Well, designed it and, and you know, had uh, a, a really good pool and pond guy actually do the labor of it but we we designed every inch of that even he was like are you sure you want to do that I was like yep this is what we're doing um, i mean it has like a little boardwalk like it's yeah like... it has you know floating slabs of walnut that you walk on to walk right through the pond and there's a tunnel underground to another little tiny reflecting pond in the trees and yeah i mean we uh eileen i i appreciate that on the koi pond she was super supportive but not entirely sold on it until, 
you know, uh, until there were fish in there. And then you, you suddenly got the vibe and then she's out there more than I am sitting there with the fish. I think the fish like her more than me. Um, you know, and, <laughs> I love it's amazing. Fish. I mean, we love them. Uh, and you, you know, it also changed the vibe in the one corner room of our house. Then well, suddenly we realized that it didn't have enough windows. And so we, you know, as we were working on the koi pond, we're like, wait a minute, you, we want this whole window to be, or this whole corner of this room to be glass so that you're just looking out at them. And now that room, um, while we still have some reorganizing to do in there, it certainly has become a whole different vibe in that room to say the least and it just you know you create your spaces we talk about this all the time uh we look at open houses and we look at new construction and all that stuff and all of this like monochromatic sterile bullshit that i see out there just makes me nauseous uh you know not everybody's going to love every inch of what we did but we love every inch of what we did and the cool thing is almost everybody can walk in our house and find somewhere that they go oh my god this is my favorite thing you know, there's parts of there that people just get connected to. Oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, that koi pond, too, for like two water signs, you have. And it's funny because you listen so to. Much. Yeah. You listen to spiritual people and, you know, we're all told and we all repeat, you know, we build our realities. We build our worlds. And I absolutely believe that. And yet, like to see to see two people come together and do it so beautifully where you're like my dream board. Like you, what you guys have built together is in all aspects, like the coupling, the, the, I, I definitely want more dogs, <laughs> like the koi bond. And then you adopted a bunch of those koi, right? The first ones were all, yeah. you'd found somebody, didn't he pass away or something? The yeah, person? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the koi pond has been a, a, a labor of love. It is very complicated to get that you know, system to work right. But yes, I mean, we were uh, really excited about being able to, to take some that their owner had passed away and they're hard to find homes for them. So yeah, um, we still have, you know, at least one of the original ones and the rest are all ones that have just grown and they're kind of the queen of the pack now is a little tiny one and uh, she now is just massive. And the wait, these 80? Oh, wait, that was it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> girl. Yeah, I love baby. Zadie. She kept, um, she's cat energy. Like she's like, maybe I'll let you pet me. No. And I was, yeah. how about it? I was like lying on that deck with my <laughs> arm in the cold water for 45 minutes, at least begging her to let me pet her. We're going to do that again. We're gonna do I, that I can't again. wait. Ryan is such a master at envisioning something in a spot where you could never imagine. I mean, Again, we're in Mar Vista in like a little old 1950s house. We haven't ripped it down and rebuilt it. We've just like created what we can within it. And the koi pond, now I'm like, I can't imagine this place without it. And when it, and we actually did a trade with someone to do this, right? Like so much of the time we can't afford what we want to do. So we either have to figure it out to do it ourselves, or we trade with these other artists. So the, the guy that built the koi pond was actually, he did like Aniston's koi pond. So you can imagine like he's doing koi ponds for like the richest of the rich. So we traded and Ryan did his floors for him. That's the only way we could. Wow. I mean, and it, it's, it's yeah. so beautiful. And when we got married, we planted and we have a forest out there too. I wish I, I should be out there showing this, but um, we planted we'll do it. We'll do 11, a little thing. we planted 11 <gasps> trees and they were just little tiny, like we call them the supermodels because they were like skinny and tall. And now they're just, it's a big forest and they're 
Ugh, it's so beautiful. It is like it's a it's a pretty magical space out there. It it really is. It is. It's straight up magic. And just I mean, dog energy. I feel like every house that has animals in it already has like a leg up on the animal free zones. Yeah. I love your dogs. I love all of them. When I think about visiting you, I always imagine myself rolling around on the floor with the dogs, which I've never done. <laughs> I mean, I love that. <laughs> I, I always want they to. I love it. And I, but I have rolled around now with the fish. So like, mm -hmm. I just, you guys have done so much great stuff together. And we'll talk a little bit about, because you do a lot of like fallen trees, right? Where you find a tree, like a special kind of wood and bring it back. Like you're, you're, you do a lot of eco-friendly work. We do. Do you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Tell, tell about the, the walnut tree, I guess is kind of the. Yeah. I mean, look, from, from a woodworker's perspective, a lot of people, we answer trolls a lot of times about, oh, you know, you're killing trees or, you know, if you're a woodworker today, you're, you know, killing trees and this kind of thing. And, and the reality of the world is that luckily enough, uh, even in the United States, in, in Europe, in the Black Forest of Germany, in the late 1700s, they figured out sustainable planting. They knew for every tree that got cut down, they better plant five new ones. And they were doing that in the 1700s. We, by the 1970s, 200 years later, finally started figuring that out, but we have figured it out now. So if I buy white oak off the open market, it was planted somewhere between the 70s and the 80s on what's considered a 30-year turn to be cut down. And every year, what you're cutting down was sustainably planted 30 or 40 years ago. The good, the bad about that is that great. So we know we can we can sustain that industry and it keeps people bluntly in work and it keeps me with available beautiful wood to use. But they figured it out from a scientific standpoint so well that every board's exactly the same. So every board's the same, like every tree is perfect. Every board's the same. And from an artistic standpoint for us, when somebody calls and says, you know, oh, my beautiful big tree has died and they're going to cut it down. Is there anything you can do with it? Man, we are really hope that there is. If, there, if it's a kind of wood that we can use like walnut, maybe redwood, maybe olive, ash, elm. I mean, there's a bunch of different woods that we can do great things with. There are some knotty pine. It's hard to get you know, our money back out of what it cost to mill that tree down. Um, but like Eileen brings up, there was an ancient black walnut uh, in Torrance that, you know, that thing lived its gnarly life for 200 years. Every bit of the wood from that thing is stunning. Like no other tree on earth grew exactly like it did. So it's special. Every bit of it is special. And so we spend, you know, it cost us probably close to $15,000 to to take that tree down and cut it up into ways that we could then leave it alone for years to dry until we could use it. Um, we take every opportunity that we can to, to, to not let that tree be chipped up into mulch and, and sent to landfill or something, which is what happens unfortunately all over with most trees. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to spend the time to try to figure out how to do something special with it. And we want to do that. Yeah. You guys honor, you guys honor the trees and what you do with them. I think whatever, um, yeah, lots of brownouts in Florida, even though the weather is fine today. Um, so I, I gave this reading to a person who thought her family, this, this land that she bought with her family was cursed. And I start looking and I don't, I couldn't see anything like that. And I, I immediately was like, oh no, did you pull up trees? And they pulled up trees, but like, that's the thing is the trees were just kind of thrown away. And the land like 
rebelled and things were going very wrong. And I told her how to honor the land and to go talk to the trees that were still there. And she sent me this amazing photo right after she started doing it, a huge quartz crystal. There was like a flood that came through and a huge quartz crystal was unearthed at her feet. It was just, and it was like, that's just from honoring them. Yeah. Ah. It's so easy to do, but people just, they don't feel, and it's funny because I'm always like, I'm always hearing that Pocahontas song in my head, you know, (laughs) but it is that it's, it's, they're not hearing the, cause trees talk to each other. Scientists have proven this, you know, they're, they're very empathetic and they, they, I, uh, two days ago, I was in such a dark mood. I just walked outside and walked around a little bit and I have this tree I have a very strong relationship with. And I just went over and petted it and talked to it for a minute and some giant animal flew down and landed in it, but I couldn't see what it was. And I was like, this is fucking wild. <laughs> I just went back inside because I didn't know if it was going to try to eat my eyes yeah. and I took it as a good sign. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the relationship to these elements is so powerful. And this is why I think it's important for people to get out into nature and to go see these things and to bond with wildlife and the animals and all of it. And I feel like you two just inherently knew this and had this inside of you, you know, and these days, and it's funny too, because you Mm -hmm. are spectacular at social media and yet you are both so spiritually aligned with the elements and stuff, which I only upped my social game recently because I'm like, well, this is free marketing and it's a great, it gives me a great sense of purpose. I mean, I want to be better at this stuff. I'm trying to get a book deal right now. So I started upping my social based on how beautifully done yours is and just authentic and still like connected to things. You know, it's it's just these things can be they can be good and beautiful and not, you know, we get shamed for this stuff. We get ashamed for being proud of our work and ashamed for trying to connect with the masses and especially right now people need to find those connections, you know, to not not just to to the earth. I think that's very important. I think that I do believe that's why we still have COVID because people are still dragging their feet on figuring out how to connect to their mama earth, but also to each other, you know, and that's the good side of social media. I live for your posts. I live for every single one of them. And I even share some of them like that super hot one where Eileen's just dropping all the different wood (laughs) and then it's a beautiful bowl and you have like all these cute different outfits. And I think you have pigtails in one of them. That is my favorite video. That's my most favorite video. Like maybe a raccoon getting a bath or something will, will, you know, I like it as much as that, but like it it was so artistically done and you have just such shine and confidence with the stuff that you're bringing to life. And it, it is, these are living objects that you're creating and sharing. I mean, it's, it's just such a powerful thing. You've, you've stumbled into such a perfect element for both of you and that it, that it, it strengthens your relationship because a lot of couples can't work together, you know? Yeah. No, it, it can be challenging, but I think that, you know, 90% of the time we, we work together pretty well. Like we really do. Like if I, and you know, if I have a question about something or need backup, I mean, he's always there. He's always going to have my back. And that's, that's, you know, what's kind of the best part about being partners with 
your partners in business and in life, like they'll always have your back. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. I mean, yeah, and look, Eileen uh, understands the assignment on anything. You know, say this is what we need to do, and she will dig in. Uh, you know, educate herself, and then there's just no stopping her. There's no stopping. Uh, you know, a year or so ago, <clears throat> Eileen had been had been active on Instagram for years, um, but kind of slowly figuring that all out. And then a year ago, the account got hacked and we got ransomed in Bitcoin. We paid the Bitcoin. It disappeared. They never gave us the account back. And, you know, Eileen did not wallow in that for weeks, like within a few days of realizing it's gone, we are not getting it back. And she was right back on it under a different account name and going, fine, then fuck it. I'm going to build this one back better. And these are going to be better followers and more engaging. And I'm going to figure out how to do it better. And oh my God, less than a year later, she's back to as many followers as she had before, but way better followers, way more engaged. And then she dove into TikTok. And again, her editing talents are, she doesn't, she's not from the industry. She wasn't an editor. And one of our best friends is an Emmy award winning editor. And he's over here going, how did you do this? And how did you do that? And how did this, like, how did you figure this out? And you know, again, that's Eileen, you know, give her a task, give her a challenge and there's no stopping her. Um, and that's something I'm grateful for. Like, I know that I don't, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, if she needs help on something, she'll ask if she needs something. Um, but I'll ask when I need something and both of us just turn and go, what do you need? Let me help. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Eileen, you are so freaking talented at a crazy amount of things. I mean, the editing, this is always what I noticed, too, in films that could be great is they lacked a, a good editor. And there's so many little, like, cat hair and dog hair balls around me right now. I don't know what's going on. That's what um, was, that's what was <laughs> like a little ghost that flew by. Did you see that? It was very strange. <laughs> yeah, it went. went, went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, maybe there's an orb. Um, but, yeah, the editing that you do is incredible. And that's a great point that she's not even in the industry I cannot get over your freaking eye. And I, there are times lately where I keep almost buying super cute, like, um, jumpsuits because they remind me of something you'll, you would wear. And then I'm like, I don't have Eileen's height. Stop it. Stop trying this. <laughs> but, but, I, you know, I kept this one actually. I kept this. I, I'm going to wear this when I see you again. It is a jumpsuit. I mean, I'm recording in my closet. So, <laughs> it's amazing. It's from it Topshop. So I bought it in England. It's so cute. And it's like cut really low, but I got a special bra for it. I've never worn it. And it has like genie pants. It's so cute. Anyway, I'm, I when, imagine. When are, you, when are you back here? Not soon enough. I'm hoping by February. I have to figure this out. I got a master manifest my, sh my, my way out of Florida. It's been real bleak. Um, I haven't even told you guys all the shit that hit the fan, but... <laughs> <laughs> just like, because I almost had that apartment and then I had this business I started and um, it all fell through, got mm -hmm. lots of, don't, it's it's like you can yeah. either have a, an amazing business with a family member or partner or it's just going to blow up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine blew up big time. Sorry. After, it's okay. I, I, I'm really doing the thing though. Like they, my guides told me to stop partnering and I kept partnering. Not, not romantically. They've actually been pushing for that for a while, and I've dragged my feet on that. But they told me to stop partnering with my business stuff. And my shaman even told me, the next time you learn this lesson, it's going to be so much harder. And, man, this has been the hardest. I mean, my whole family, like, I don't even have a mom anymore. They're all done. 
it's really wild um, because I threatened a lawsuit because my cousin will not return $2,000 worth of my merchandise. And I'm not going to sue because I don't want to cord to these people. They're very toxic. I believe they all have um, attachments right now. I don't know what's going on, but they're just like really vile. And to just keep things that she can't even use, I'm sure she'd throw them all away already. But, um, but now, as soon as this blew up, I was like, okay, well, I have to put a book proposal together because I certainly can't partner. I'm not going to build this business by myself. You know, I don't know computer stuff and I don't want to learn it. I want to, I want to just go back to writing and really focus on these good things. And I've been really incredibly positive because I think, well, I remember when that happened to your account and I was devastated on your behalf because you had built such a gorgeous freaking Instagram. And I had this um, like reaction where I thought, oh my God, how will she ever get that back? And you fucking did. Cause that's what you do. Like you don't just lie down and, and, you know, go into the fetal position and cry. I haven't done that at all yet. I mean, I cry in the shower because it disturbs the animals so much to see me cry. So I sneak in there and I cry in there, but that's like, and I don't do it every time, but when I do have to cry, I'm like, Oh, better take a shower. But now that my little (laughs) dog has started catching me do it and I I don't want to upset her. So I'm just keeping my shit together and working on a book proposal. And that's, and I just got to get back. I have to like, I have to literally write my way out of this situation. Yes, I had 20. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely do. But and you know what? And take the minute and cry and then get up and run. Yeah. You know, like Ryan and I, when we, yes, it's so wonderful and so romantic and we're both 11s, but we've gone through some shit with I business. believe it. We've gone through some shit. I mean, we just had a court date. We, I mean, getting sued by clients and, having, it, and it takes it's a huge emotional toll on, yeah. on your relationship, on the business. On, it hits you monetarily. You know, we have, we have a lot of employees we take care of um, and you do it and you have to take care of yourself. And sometimes it might be just like crying a little in the shower, you know? Yes. <laughs> but, then, but then you, you can't, you can't, neither one of us can do that. You've got to be up. You've got people emailing and calling and texting, even when you're in the midst of some like horrible thing. And then you got to put on a smile and be like, everything's fine. Right. Yeah. But, and, and at the end of the day, we are like, we're, we, we're so lucky. Like we love what we do. Even the bad parts don't seem that bad. Once you get through them and look back, you're like, okay, that was bad, but you know, it wasn't that bad. And now, now we know this right now we're smarter because of it. Now we can help others too. Like other people that are starting their businesses. Like this is, this is how to deal with something like, you know, yeah. be like this, but you know, and partnering partnering is hard. You know, we've learned that too. Like who, who or even clients like right yeah. away. Okay. We're not, we can't work with this person. It's going to be hell, right. It's going to be hell for our relationship. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, you, you learn as you, as you go and as it's you grow. True. And it, there, I, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Eileen. Go ahead. I got this really great message last night that I wrote and put every once in a while that I get a really good download and I write it down and I put it on my refrigerator so that I remember because if it if, if like my guides are very serious about me remembering something, um, I am scared of partnering. I'm scared of it romantically. Um, I'll jump into a collaboration with anybody I love and respect mm-hmm. and they've told me for years to stop doing that. Um, but the message, it's on my refrigerator, but it's something like to be a divine creator, to be a deliberate creator. Um, you, because it's easy to be a deliberate creator 
until you let someone in who can hurt you. So I can move with all this intention, but as soon as someone has the power to hurt me, like, you know, like in new love and stuff like that, I lose my momentum. And in letting my guard down and in attempts to partner, I do, I get a fear of abandonment gets triggered in me. And I don't want to lose my, my, my momentum because I am a, an 11 and a master manifester. And, you know, master manifestors are usually here to create something substantial. You know, it's not just, there are other numbers that are on more of a spiritual journey, but we've already achieved that in our other lifetimes. So we want to create things that people can like that are tangible, you know, and it is very difficult. It's something I'm working on. I mean, I'm seeing a therapist again today, but honestly, I, I feel like I could teach her a few things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a good therapist in LA that I, I can think, just do remote I think, with. I think Ryan would attest to this too. Any great partnership or great collaboration, as scary as it is, it, if, if it is meant to be and it works, only makes both of you better both of you step up your game. And that's what I think Ryan and I both, like when we walk through that portal, we both like stepped up our game. Like we both made each other better. You agree? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, and, and when you talk about fear of abandonment and, and being scared of getting into a relationship, <laughs> I can't entirely imagine we, you know, 10 years ago when we got together, internet dating was not quite what it is now. Now it is something that everybody does. And with our current Instagram obsessed world. It's a little ADD. People give things one second and then they're swiping left or swiping right or whatever that even flipping means. Um, I think that there's, I was this way with Eileen in the very beginning, which was, I was a tiny bit guarded. Um, I still was like, you know, my sanity is so important to me uh, at the time, you know, having a business and dealing with all the things that I was dealing with. I needed to know that that she was sane too, and I want crazy, a little crazy, uh, <laughs> but I also need not 100% crazy. And so I think that, you know, you 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 need a partner in the romantic side of things because if if it's a good partner, my God, Angela, they're gonna you're gonna become twice as powerful as you are now, and that's what Eileen does for me. I mean, I know the benefit I get from having that be <clears throat> my significant other. Um, you know, and yes, it's okay in the beginning, I think, to be guarded a little bit. And by guarded, maybe it's also simply time management. Like don't dedicate hundred percent of your time to that person right off the bat all the time. Cause it's, it's a lot for any one human to take, um, you know, parse that out over a month and, and do two dates a week and look forward to the next time that you see them. We did that for a couple of weeks. By the third week, we were all up in each other. We were just like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I think there's something to be said for you've got to be open. And and again, I just look at somebody like you and Eileen and I talk about this like you, Prairie. We're like, they need they need somebody. They need somebody because they're so amazing. They're so beautiful, so intelligent, so just vibrant balls of energy that, my God, like any man would be any man, woman, whomever would be lucky to be partnered with, you know, the, the several of our friends that are single. And we just go. I wish we could help them, but we, you know, like us setting somebody up never works, right? It's like, it's gotta be your own uh, paths that cross through whatever happens. Yeah, we we all need our, Okay. thank you. Thank you for saying all of that, seriously. And I am working on it. I've had, I had, you guys, I had a, um, I got, this was really wild because I was online dating for a minute and it was wild. And I got like 
I got a dick pic from a Marvel actor. Well, I'll have to tell you about that. He's not like a super famous one, but it was still, I was like an unsolicited dick pic. And I, but I was also like, I sent it to everybody. I was like, can you believe this? Like, yeah. thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Oh yeah. my God. It's just I know. insane. Oh yeah. It's fucking bonkers. But I, I do, I agree. I think that when two people who are aligned in all these great, beautiful ways come together, I think you two are such good, powerful difference makers. I mean, the adopting the animals, you know, the fallen trees, like just to just to see what you've done with the space that you created for yourselves. I mean, I know that this is your job and you get money for it, but at the same time, I can't even imagine how beautiful the stuff that Jennifer Aniston has that you've created, like how wonderful it makes people feel. Seriously, I can't, I have to sell a bunch of books and movie deals so that I can afford you guys to like put a floor or a door or anything in my house Manifest when I buy it. it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. This is, this is seriously, it's so funny because everything got cleared for me. Everything's out of the way. And all I have to do is sit and write every day. That's what they told me. If you just sit and write every day, it's done. A book proposal's done. And then you sit and write every day to finish the book. It's as simple as that. It is. And and you have to kind of treat that like a job though and do it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yep. like if you're, you're an artist and no, I only work when I'm inspired. No, nope. nope. that's uh, how I used I to just, be. Yeah. I just watched a video and I was surprised at this a little bit of a rapper that said his first time working with Eminem and he thought it was going to be one way. And like he, he showed up at the studio at like five 30 or so. And they're like, Hey, M left, man. He was out at five o'clock. And uh, he's like, what? And uh, he's like, yeah, he gets here at nine o'clock in the morning. He takes lunch at 12 o'clock and then he's out at five o'clock every day. He just works. Yeah. And the guy was like, well, I work in the evenings. Like, then you're not going to work with Eminem. Uh, and I don't, I'm not necessarily an Eminem fan. It was just surprising to me to even hear that, you know, like Stephen King talks about his book yep. on writing. Uh, you literally have to sit down and do it. Uh, yeah. I'm so Sanford glad you brought up jokes. Stephen King. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a job. So sit down and do it. Maybe what you wrote isn't all that inspiring to you the next day. Maybe what you wrote the next day, you go, oh my God, this is gold. This is great. Yeah. Write every yeah. day. Yep. I'm writing a thousand words at least every day. And sometimes that's I get amazing. really into it. Thanks. That's yeah. Amazing. And that's what Stephen King, I think he writes 500 actually, but yeah, on yeah. writing. And he even says in on writing, don't go back. Don't start editing and tweaking. Mm -hmm. I don't do it. I hear him all the time in my head. I love him. You guys know I I That's great. practically made out with him once, right? No! Oh. <laughs> His security yeah. guard. That's how I actually met my second husband was um, he was also working security for Stephen King. Even though he was an author, he was on book tour and they connected and became friends. Um, oh, my so Yeah, my second husband. We tried to get Stephen King to marry us, but it didn't work out. Um, but oh, he just doesn't oh. like to leave. His, he doesn't like to leave Maine. Maine um, no. Yeah, I mean, he lives in Lovell, Maine. So he lives oh, like, uh, it, isn't that funny? It's yeah, so funny. You should, just, you should have had your wedding there. And I know. We will accommodate married. you wherever you want to be. We'll do it. <laughs> we should have. We did it in New Orleans, which was really fun. At Halloween. It was really fun. Oh, I mean, cool. yeah, the wedding was way more fun than the marriage, but... <laughs> It's fine. Third time's the charm. But um, yeah, Stephen King, when I met him, because I, I grew up reading all this stuff, and he really inspired me to be a writer. And um, I kept petting him while I talked to him, and he was into it. And his, uh, <laughs> he totally was. And his security guard stepped in and put his hand between us, and he was like, Miss, please stop touching him. And Stephen King pushed the guy's hand out of the way, and he goes, uh, she's fine. <laughs> I have a whole bunch of pictures with him. He's oh, so sweet. And he has such a good sense of humor about himself. Like, But yeah, he he's the one who really taught me how to be prolific. And I have ghostwritten so many books for so many people 
that I just, this was the biggest download I got was like, okay, well, it's time to just sit down and write my own stuff. I have, I'm working on five books. I'm actually writing five different books. So whatever sells, then I'll finish the book. Like, but we're putting the proposal together. Yeah. 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 So good for you. Thanks you guys. Thank you. I, I appreciate your support. (laughs) I can't wait. Thanks. Yeah. They're going to be great. It's a lot of very strange range of, of topics, but, um, yeah, I can't wait to come home and bask in your collective glow, in your individual glows. Be thrilled to see you. You are both people who like didn't need a partner, but you, I do believe. I, I mean, the freaking auras on both of you. You know, I do believe that you make each other better. You know, and that's something that like inspires me. And yeah, I feel the same way about Prairie. Like we both need to be in real. Prairie's fucking amazing too. I. Yeah. I think it's I think it's also opening yourself up to that as well. Like I'm doing the work for my books. I have to do the work now for relationship stuff, which is the only reason I'm going to therapy today. (laughs) That is completely true. Uh, I would say that we have a a therapist here that we both have talked to me more than Eileen, but we did together a little bit. And he is somebody that might be just unique of a therapist enough that you might really enjoy him. Eileen, you might know better whether I'm right about that, but Ira. This is a guy that, like, most of the time he's teaching at Esalon, and he's doing, Ooh. like, moon ceremonies and all these oh things. Oh, my but God. But as a therapist, he's way on a different scale than it. I mean, again, I was not willing. Like, he's the first therapist I ever went. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll talk to him again. I want somebody woo this time. I really do. Um, yeah. My my current therapist is fine, but, like, it's just Florida. And she gave me, she printed some handouts out, and it was very basic stuff. And I was like, oh, lady, I have had, I got a decade of therapy under my belt. Like, write a letter and burn it. Yeah, I was doing that exactly. when I was 12, oh, you know? On. Yeah, please. <laughs> you just got out of school. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, look, yeah, I, I want to talk to you guys about that. I want you to be happy where you're at, uh, no doubt. And I'm sure that you create your own aura in Florida. But I am I feel like Florida is the wrong place for you to exist to, for going forward for your life. Wherever yeah, it may be, you. it might not be L.A., but I, I don't feel like Florida is, is is giving you what your energy is looking for. Thank you. I agree. It's very – this is why I stopped drinking for a minute because – or however long. I'm just I'm just experimenting with this. But um, I – everybody here is drunk all the time, like day, yeah. night. That's It's a drinking town. It's all people do. And I, I was checking out with it, you know, and – I just want to stay present. And I just connected with some people I went to high school with here. And I didn't grow up here. I was here for my teens. But um, I just reached out to them. And I was like, I just need to see people. But I don't want to get drunk. Can we, like, go on a bike ride? So I have some friend dates set up. I'm, like, stuck here. Well, I might come there for Christmas, honestly. I don't know what I'm going to do. (laughs) I probably Um, will. um, It's going to be so sad if I don't get out of Florida for Christmas. Yeah, You need some magic. I feel like there's not a lot of magic where you are right now. Like when you said New Orleans, I'm like New Orleans or even, you know, of course, like I think Los Angeles is magical and has some magical parts and, you know, or whatever calls you. But yeah, I do think that like getting out of there would probably open everything up for you a little bit more too. Yeah. But again, yeah. that's to put everything in the basket of that. You, you create your own place. So I, I think that uh, as you continue to, to write your books and when you sell your book proposal, then that'll be a sign to, to 
get somewhere where you really feel good. Maybe it's Vermont. Maybe it's here. Maybe it's wherever. Maybe, definitely. Know. Definitely not Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Vermont. That's where my last lifetime was. I died oh, in Vermont. Okay. Oh, but I was sorry, born in San Francisco. Yeah, it's fine. Uh-huh. It, yeah. San yeah. Fran, so it's amazing. like, yeah. So Cali girl in my last life. But yeah, Vermont, terrible, terrible, sad tragedy. Um, yeah. Hey, but I love, love you guys so much. to visit in San Francisco. Hey, right? Yeah, I just know it's that time zone. I know that that is my coast. Right. This is not my coast. I don't belong oh. here. I already learned how to like not get hit by cars when I'm jaywalking in on the East Coast, and now I can like yeah. live on the West Coast and jaywalk peacefully. Yes. Yeah. Now, now you won't get a ticket. They just you won't get a ticket for jaywalking here anymore. I saw that, which is great because I always thought I was because I can't not jaywalk you guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> even here, it's, I mean, it's hardly jaywalking. It's not like we even have freaking traffic lights that many, but um, yeah, but this, this is so great. And now I do, I'm actually, I'm going to look at Christmas flights because I am, I, it's worth it. It's worth it to not be totally depressed on Christmas, which I will, be. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good job at not giving into these sad feelings too much, but yeah, the holidays to be in LA. I think that's somebody actually Prairie put me in touch with somebody who needs a cat sitter in their house. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I, I'm going to text is. them as soon as we wrap this up. Yeah. I love you both so much. You're mm-hmm. so special. You're so freaking special and fabulous. And I just can't, I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, let's find an apartment near your place. So I can come over and lie around with the coys. <laughs> love to have you. We miss you as well. Uh, huge supporters of you and wish you were closer. So let's all manifest that. Yes, yes please do. I am seriously asking people to pray for me for the first time in my life. Take any kind of energy you can get that's uh, yeah. directed towards you in a positive way. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, um, tell people where they can find you guys. Um, patrons, if you become a patron of this podcast, you get to see us record and you get to see this gorgeous freaking house that Eileen is in. You can see Ryan's shop. You can see my closet with my my jumpsuit. Um, <laughs> but tell people where they can find you. Um, so the wooden palette uh, at the wooden palette is uh, the Instagram and the TikTok, and it's taste palette, P-A-L-A-T-E. Um, and it's the wooden palette.com is our website. And then our other bit. So we have two, that's the smalls, the tabletop, and then studio E&R is our big stuff, like our houses and floors and, and furniture. Um, that's it. Studio E&R on Instagram. And yep, you have to spell that out too. Studio E A N D R. Studio yes. E and R. And uh, I think you can figure out what the E and the R stand for. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I'll put it in the show notes too, so you guys can just click uh, from wherever you're listening to this podcast to go see their Instagram and TikTok and website and buy some beautiful celebrity adored bowls and salt and pepper shakers. Seriously, the stuff you guys make is so stunning. I mean, the freaking all of it it's just so beautiful and sometimes i've been seeing like there are people whose insides match their outsides and they can like manifest really ugly things or diseases and things but you're, the beauty around both of you and in your world it's just like it's all true to who you are i mean it's 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 infectious in the in in the best of ways you know it it's like it's inspiring it's beautiful but it's not vapid beauty. You know what I mean? That's the difference. It's like a very powerful, potent beauty that feels earned. It feels like freaking nectar, you know? Like worker bees produce this sweet thing. You guys are like producing the beauty and the nectar of your lives. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. 
Thank you so much. Seriously, I just love you both. I hope that this was great. I feel like this will be great for a lot of people. There are so many of us right now trying to sync up with with a soulmate and, uh, yeah, not lose our shit. And (laughs) such a fun journey, you know. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to put this in the show notes, all the stuff. You guys, please check out, especially the TikTok and Instagram. It's so beautiful. And until next time, keep living a life that's worth burning for. 